Hey friends, and welcome to episode 25 of It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. I'm your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, and I am so excited to bring you today's episode. You know, it's funny, one of my goals for the first quarter of 2020 was to catch up and have a whole month or more's worth of podcast episodes recorded, banked, and scheduled out in advance instead of working on episodes from week to week right before they publish on Mondays. And then once coronavirus began sweeping the nation, I was kind of glad that I didn't have a bunch of episodes already lined up to publish. It's given me the ability to create a collection of episodes that speak to exactly what's happening right now. The Stay at Home Collection started back in episode 21, which was all about using your core values as your guide to do the next right thing during uncertain times. Then came two bonus episodes, one featuring Ty Salvant, founder of NOLA Homeschoolers with very helpful homeschooling info, and another featuring Krista Hutchins with a crash course on remote work. Then in episode 23, I answered the seven most frequently asked questions I've got from clients, friends, and family. Questions about structure, staying motivated, taking breaks, and more. One thing I've found that's helped me navigate this weird time we're in is talking to other people and hearing about what's working for them right now. And sometimes what's working for someone might change from week to week, And their life situation may not be exactly the same as mine, but I can take pieces and parts of their success story and try it on in my life, see how it works, and go from there. That's why in episode 25, I've assembled 12 responses to the question, what's working for you right now, from 12 amazing, inspiring, and remarkable women. They represent a diverse array of industries, cities, and states. There are full-time employees, side giggers, and business owners in the mix. Some have kids, some don't. Some have partners or spouses, and some don't. But what they all have in common is that they're figuring this out day by day, just like you and me. The more we can share with each other, from a safe distance, of course, the better off we'll all be together. Since this episode features so many fantastic voices, I can imagine that you'll want to learn more about them and stay in touch. Well, you know I've got you covered. You can find a summary of what's working for each guest, plus links to their websites and social media over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 25. Again, that's abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 35. And if you, like so many others right now, are struggling with time management during this weird twilight zone we're living in, I've created a free mini guide to navigating your time, figuring out priorities, and taking care of yourself. It's called Do the Most Important Thing, Time Management for Tough Times. And it might be one of my favorite mini guides I've ever created. In it, You'll find six steps to getting on track and creating some realistic expectations for your day-to-day. No overwhelm or frustration required. I've also included my favorite tool for figuring out what to do next, and it makes prioritizing really easy. Finally, because it's so important that we take care of ourselves, especially during stressful times, 
you'll find a quick six-minute personal development routine that even the most time-stretched of us can do to fill our cups so we can overflow into others. Grab your copy of Time Management for Tough Times by visiting the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 25. Supporting small businesses during this time has been an important topic of conversation, as it should be. Small businesses are the fabric of America, and I'm proud to be a business owner myself. One way that you can support my small business without opening your wallet is to leave a review for It's About Time in iTunes and to share the podcast with your friends. In fact, I encourage you to write reviews for any podcast you love or any business you love, as well as make an effort to like and share social media posts by your favorite businesses. They're both free, but incredibly impactful ways that you can show your support. And if you haven't yet, I encourage you to click the subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes of It's About Time and surprise bonus episodes go live. If you like what you hear, I'd be so grateful for your review. Your reviews play a huge role in helping others find It's About Time in the search results. And you might just get a shout out in a future episode like this one from Nurse Nikki NP. Nurse Nikki NP was so kind to leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes for It's About Time. Nurse Nikki NP writes, so many gems. Anna, whoo! I've listened to nine episodes and I already have a list of game-changing gems to transform my business and household of five. I've shared your podcast with several of my fellow mompreneurs. You've truly inspired me to just start. Thank you again. Nurse Nikki NP, thank you so much for listening, for taking the time to write such a kind rating. I I know you're busy. And for sharing It's About Time with your friends. It means the world that you'd recommend my show to others. And I'm so grateful to have you as a listener. I'm so excited about the game-changing work you're doing in your business and the transformation you're experiencing at home. Again, I'm so thankful for you. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. All right, let's get after it. Kicking things off for us is Leanne Moss. Leanne's both a coach and a full-time employee in a demanding industry. And what's working for her is something that we should strive to keep in mind even once life returns to normal. Here's what Leanne had to say. Hey there, I'm Leanne Moss, and I'm a coach who works with women who are ready to level up their leadership skills in the workplace, in addition to being a full-time employee myself. One thing that's worked especially well for me during these wild times is asking for what I need and then giving others a space to ask for what they need, too. Honestly, I wish I had some cool new strategy or routine that I've developed over the last month, 
But the truth is that I've really just been doubling down on being intentional and in how I communicate with others. See, over the last several weeks, we've all been forced to pivot into social distancing. Some of us are working from home for the first time ever. Some of us are homeschooling. And some of us, God bless the ones who are, are doing both. There's not a single person I know who hasn't been impacted by this crisis. And even though we're all experiencing the same crisis, we're each experiencing it a little bit differently. So now, more than ever, it's been really important for me to be clear about what I need, professionally, personally, and then offering others the opportunity to do the same. In fact, I recently was facing a big deadline at work, and I knew I would need some time to focus. I knew I would need to put my email and my phone on Do Not Disturb on a Monday of all days in order to meet that deadline. So on the day of my deadline, I woke up a little bit earlier and I crafted an early email to my team. I reminded them of that deadline. I asked them to pitch in for me while I was off the grid and I let them know that they could get in touch with me if something was absolutely urgent. That day, I knew that meeting my deadline was my absolute priority, but I also needed my team to know that. And making that ask ahead of time, instead of going about business as usual and getting upset when my needs weren't met, saved me a lot of unnecessary stress and frustration. And if you sense someone you know is overwhelmed, it helps to ask them what they might need as well. Let's be real. Right now, you may or may not be in a position to directly help them, but it's entirely possible that you may be able to point them in the right direction. And truth be told, they may not have an answer for you about what they need, but at least you've given them the space to consider what would help them most during this moment. Getting clear while communicating is helping me to stay sane during this time. You might need your partner to hold down the house while you go for a solo walk. You may need to take a break from virtual happy hours. You may have a day where you just need some extra encouragement from a friend or a family member. Remember, coronavirus or not, no one is a mind reader. It's up to each of us to ask for what we need and to give other people the chance to express what they need too. I would absolutely love to connect with you during this time. And if you want to stay connected, you can find me on Instagram at Moss. that's at L-M-A-R-I-E-M-O-S-S. Please stay safe and healthy and don't forget to ask for what you need. I love that Leanne reminded us that no one is a mind reader. Not now, not ever. And even though it can be tough to communicate exactly what you need, it can make all the difference. And just as important to communicate clearly to others is to get clear on your priorities and know when you're at your best. Katherine Guidry shares what's working for her right now. Hi, my name is Katherine Guidry, and I am a wedding photographer, photo educator, and podcast host of the podcast Mistakes Make Magic. One thing that's working for me right now is having a set of three goals per day and working toward accomplishing them in my best daily hours. So everyone has their best daily hours. For me, that's between the hours of noon and four. But that very well may be a different set of hours for you. In those hours, you feel like you can do anything. 
So I would encourage you listening in to move forward, A, understanding what three to four hour block of the day where you're most efficient and B, setting a list of two to three goals the night before that you can tackle during that time. I truly believe that if you and your loved ones are well, that this time is something that we can be grateful for and use for personal and business projects with vigor. If you want to follow online, you can catch me at Katherine Guidry on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. I think this is so cool that Anna is doing this. I also have a Facebook group for photographers called the Katherine Guidry Community. If any photographers tuning in would like to join the conversation. My last name is spelled G-U-I-D-R-Y. I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy during this time and enjoy this episode. Next up is Chelsea Blankenship, one half of the dynamic sister duo that owns Sosis, a super cute boutique located in Port Allen, Louisiana. I've been incredibly impressed with how Chelsea and her sister, Annie Claire, have pivoted from their brick and mortar store to selling online with so much heart and so much flair. Here's what's working for Chelsea. Hi, my name is Chelsea Blankenship and I am one of the owners of Sosis Boutique. I own the women's boutique with my sister, Annie Claire Bass. Um, And one thing that is working for our business right now is staying committed to our weekly strategy meetings. Um, So before all of this, Annie Claire and I religiously met at 8 a.m. Our store doesn't open till 10 on Tuesday mornings at a coffee shop. And we brainstormed ideas for the week and just kind of really set our priorities, you know, for our business together and really set our goals on what to work toward. Well, you know, when we first had to close our doors um, to our storefront on March 17th, um, we we both have children. I have one two-year-old and she has um, two little girls and a brand new baby boy. Um, And anyway, our schedules obviously changed quite a bit. So um, at that time, we, we stopped meeting weekly. But we quickly realized that by not getting that focused meeting with each other, um, to constantly think creatively and to constantly um, think of new ways to reach our audience right where they are right now in this weird, weird um, time, um, we were really missing out. So we have adapted our schedules. So 8 a.m. on Tuesdays no longer works. Annie Claire is homeschooling an eight-year-old and a six-year-old. Um, and so we changed it to 8 p.m. on Tuesday nights, which, you know, sometimes we'll have a glass of wine with it, but it's after all of our kids are already put down. And um, although I'm not really a night person, I'm more of a morning person, Um We've had to bend to make it work. This is just a season. Um, But we've had really good brainstorming sessions. And I'm convinced that, you know, because of those brainstorming sessions, we have gotten to think really outside the box on how on how to really meet our our customers where they are we created this um what we call a lilas box um it's love you like a sister um our name so sis stands for southern sisters um annie claire and i are sisters so anyway all of it ties in um and lilas um our lilas box hard times is kind of a 
three different price points um, that you can send happy mail to a good friend. So what we were realizing is that right now it's hard for people to maybe buy for themselves. But when thinking of friends who might be going through a hard time or, you know, really just struggling with this season in life, um, they want to give something. And, and, you know, you can't go to stores. You can't. It's just hard to put together a full package. So our Lilas box um, is uh, where we invoice our customers. Um, we have three different options price points and it all come they all come with a hand painted card by Samantha Morgan a local Louisiana artist um a piece of Andy Claire Designs jewelry, um, depending on the price point. And then, um, we, and, and other things, um, and we, um, decorate the envelope, just kind of, kind of high school, middle school, think middle school letters to your BFF. Um, we decorate it so happy and full of color. And when that appears in someone's mailbox, you know, our hope is that it brings joy um, and happiness to that person. And then, you know, another thing we um, brainstormed about at our 8 p.m. meetings um, was to have a closet sale. So we um, never offer um, quite a site-wide discount to our um, our customers. Just we are a small business. Our, our quantities are small. Um, but we realize that right now, you know, um, when we have a store stocked with Easter dresses and no one can leave their house for Easter, we had to think of something that was really outside the box that um, that really spoke to our customers. So we um, launched the Sosis Closet Sale. We actually are just wrapping that up um, on uh, April 15th here, but um, where we offered 30% off store-wide. But instead of just posting product pictures, we did self- mirror selfies, you know, in our own homes, in our closets. So to kind of give the feel of, you know, um, one, to show how our, how our products looked on real bodies um, and different bodies. We all have different bodies. Um, and two, to just give the feel of, hey, we're at home. This is kind of a, a peek into where we live and who we are. Um, and when you shop with us, you really are shopping with two sisters who are just trying to get through this time as a as small business owners. Um, so those are just two ideas. We have some more up our sleeve. Um, literally met last night. Um, we ended up chatting until midnight, which is insane, but we really miss each other. We go from, you know, ne- seeing each other every single day to um, not being able to give each other a hug, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for all of us. Um, so, um, that's kind of what's working is, um, sticking to what we know worked when, when our storefront was open, which was a strategy meeting once a week to really, um, focus in on what our priorities were, were for that week. And we realized very quickly that when we didn't have that, we lost touch with who our brand was and who we were, um, wanting, striving to be. So, we um, brought that back, and um, that's what's working for us. Um, if you want to check out Sosis, um, uh, we are Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the things um, at Shop Sosis, S O S I S. Um, and our website is shopsosis.com. Every single thing in our storefront can be found on our website. Um, so we would love it. And um, if you would check us out, thanks for including us, Anna. There is no doubt that having a storefront during a national crisis like this is quite a conundrum. I caught up with Sarah Joy Hayes, who you met a few weeks ago in episode 22, to find out how things are going at her bakery and with her son, Henry. Here's what she had to say. Hey, y'all. 
My name is Sarah Joy Hayes, and I'm the owner of Counterspace BR, a from scratch bakery in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Since everything changed about a month ago, um, Counterspace was really quick to pivot and kind of figure out what could work for us as well as work for our community. If you listen to my episode with Anna a few weeks ago, you'll know community is at the heart of our mission and our desire to serve. What we've done is extend our hours, which may sound crazy, but we also uh, wanted to serve folks that were maybe needing breakfast at home with lots of extra kids. So we've expanded our breakfast menu, tapered down our sweets and treats menu, expanded our hours. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. We now offer curbside service so you can call, place your order, we invoice you online, and then bring the goods out to your car so it's completely touchless. We've also opened up an opportunity for you to call in and place an order for cookies or other treats to be delivered to local hospitals. This has been a way for us to fulfill our mission of loving and caring for those around us, and it's a safe way for you to show your love to the Baton Rouge healthcare community. Additionally, we have been homeschooling. I am a solo mom and I have a kindergartner. So we have been working at home to create new rhythms and routines, some of them successful, some of them not so successful. One thing that I really tried to anchor down is a little bit of schoolwork scattered throughout the day and making sure that Henry knows that he's safe and loved and cared for. 
one of the quotes Anna took away from my podcast episode was uh, regarding how we all think we need to do more than we are, but we're all doing far more than we really need to do in terms of parenting. And I think that's completely applicable during this time. I think as long as our kids feel loved, cared for, safe and secure, we're doing exactly what we need to be doing. And then we download a few extra educational apps and make them watch Magic School Bus because that counts. If you'd like to follow along as we continue to update our services, hours of operation, and ways to give back to the community around us, you can follow Counterspace at CounterspaceBR on Facebook and Instagram. And if you'd like to follow the efforts to feed healthcare workers that we're participating in, you can follow at Shift Support which is a program dedicated to feeding the night shift at local hospitals during this pandemic. Thanks so much, y'all. Stay safe, stay well, wash your hands. Michelle Lawson is another business owner who's had to think creatively and really lean on technology to keep her highly collaborative team of architects running full speed ahead toward deadlines on client projects. Here's what's working for Michelle right now. Hi there, my name is Michelle Lawson, and I'm a principal architect at Greenleaf Lawson Architects based in Covington, Louisiana, practicing from Texas to Florida. Architects and other designers are by nature highly collaborative people, structured in studios, exhausting their creative juices to problem solve, and design solutions that improve experiences. My most recent experience has landed me in a complete opposite position. The team I oversee as the COO now works remotely in isolation and predominantly from their kitchen tables. Our clients still need us to service as the same collaborative, creative team they hired pre-pandemic. Besides operating with a solid routine, mostly comprised of help from grandparents, I've been relying on technology to get through this. Our firm was already formatted on a cloud-based system, allowing us to share files easily. We've also used an instant messenger to not only communicate as if we were all in the same studio, but to ensure that we maintain an office culture unique to our company. I would say it's 80% business and 20% memes, Tiger King, inside jokes, and the much needed good morning, everyone. Both our file system and our instant messaging is through Microsoft. SharePoint and Teams have really helped minimize our overhead as these are tools already included within our Microsoft suites. And although lately we've relied more on Microsoft Teams' video conferencing feature, Charettes are a crucial and collaborative exercise essential to our process. We share sketches, inspiration, drawings, all between multiple designers at once to help us land on that perfect proposed solution. If you're interested in seeing more of our process or our designs, you can follow us on Instagram at Greenleaf Lawson Architects or visit our website, greenleaflawsonarchitects.com. In the meantime, stay safe, keep your distance, but let's connect digitally. Technology really is keeping us connected in so many ways right now, from Zoom meetings and Google Hangouts to FaceTiming Microsoft Teams and Marco Polo. Lauren Barbalich, a total powerhouse who you met back in episode two, is back and sharing three things that are working for her right now, including virtual happy hours. Hey, hey, my name is Lauren, and I'm a paralegal, project manager, small business owner, and mom of three. One thing that's working for me during this crazy time is scheduling FaceTimes and happy hour house party calls with my friends and family. I have really enjoyed having this extra time to reconnect with my favorite people, and it keeps me distracted from all the chaos going on. 
Then as far as work, I'm probably not the best example, but we're still sending our littles to daycare since my husband, who's a pilot, is still flying. And while all events have come to a halt for now, my workload with the Attorney General's office has increased because of COVID-related litigation. It's um, actually really been a blessing that they've stayed open and are taking all the precautions like daily fever screens to keep the kids safe. I don't know if I could get substantial work done with three kitties screaming around my ankles asking for juice all day. Then, of course, I've also been taking advantage of this amazing weather to work outside. If you want to stay in touch, you can find me on Instagram at at Lauren Barbalich or my business page at Truly Hot, T-R-U-L-Y-H-A-U-T-E. Thanks and stay safe. As fun as a virtual happy hour can be, anyone with kids knows that screen time definitely isn't just for adults. Tracy Stanger isn't ashamed to admit that screen time and free play is totally a part of her work from home equation as she runs her business with her daughter on her lap. Here's what's working for Tracy right now. Hi, I'm Tracy Stanger, and I teach mama entrepreneurs how to make time for growing your business, even with kids underfoot, by doing less and doing it better. I usually work at home with my toddler anyway, but right now we also have my husband teleworking at home with us, and we're also definitely missing having grandma's help and being able to go out to our normal activities. Here's some of the things that are working for us right now. First, I've been giving myself so much grace as we ride the waves of grief. I know I didn't get a whole lot done in that first week of quarantine because who knew what there, what we should have been doing at that point anyway. The world felt like it had just stopped. And there was another week that was particularly hard for our family. So when I didn't have the energy to work, I allowed myself to just take it easy. That said, I also try to make sure I'm at least taking small, consistent steps forward. But with that grace, these could be teeny tiny steps. When I didn't know what to do next in my business and I didn't have much energy anyway, I used that time to take a course that ended up helping me build my entire signature program. This one is something that was working for my business even before the quarantine, but making sure I'm only spending my limited time on stuff that's definitely going to move my business forward is definitely helping out right now. I can really only focus on work during my daughter Poppy's nap time, like right now. So when that time comes, I need to know what to work on and I need to know that it's really going to make an impact. Lastly, I think it's really helping to allow Poppy to entertain herself sometimes. We're both here to watch her, but my husband has a full-time job and I at least need an hour or so a day to work. So we allow some screen time and we allow Poppy to kind of run around the house and explore. I'll let her make a mess of our cupboards or her room if it keeps her happy. As long as she's safe, I know she's still learning no matter what she's getting into. Thank you, Anna, for inviting us to share what is working right now. I can't wait to hear what your other guests are up to. And I'd love for you to find me on Instagram at tracy.stanger, where I talk about how to make working at home easier on yourself. Bye. And while Tracy's little one is, well, little... Jeanette Tapley has three older kiddos at home. She's running her podcast production company and recording her own podcast at home while homeschooling. Here's what's working for Jeanette and her family right now. Hey, I'm Jeanette Tapley, and I'm the host of the It's Time for Coffee podcast and the face behind It's Time for Coffee Productions, an agency that edits, produces, and publishes podcasts. One of the things that's working for me and my family is a really structured schedule. 
We run this schedule four days a week with a three-day weekend, and it has been so nice. Having our schedule written out helps my 13, 11, and 9-year-old know exactly what to expect, what to do, and how long they'll be doing whatever task they are on. It also knows when I will be working and has helped me set up my expectations for the workday. If you want to stay in touch, you can find me on Instagram at Jeanette Tapley, and feel free to listen to my podcast, It's Time for Coffee. Stay safe out there. I've got to say, I love Jeanette's three-day weekends. It sounds like they really help ensure that everyone's getting enough rest and making the most of their energy. Caitlin Fontenot, who you met back in episode 16, also makes rest a priority, but her days look a bit different. Listen in on what's working for Kate and her business. Hey there, my name is Kate. I own Kate Studio, and I'm a web designer, developer, and small business consultant, and I work with primarily e-commerce business owners, but I also work with a lot of podcasters and New York Times bestselling authors all around the world. Um, And for me, I absolutely have to keep my business going during this time, and I find prioritizing and scheduling changes everything. I have a five-year-old. He was in kindergarten, and so this is a big change for all of us. And I have always been a very strict rule follower when it comes to my schedule. So if I had to recommend one thing for others that's working for me really well is to make sure, number one, I'm getting rest first and foremost. I am the best mom, best spouse, best everything when I take care of myself mentally and physically. But on the flip side, um, I do wake up pretty early. My son sleeps in until around 8.30. So I'll get up around 5 a.m. I'll have a few hours to get things done. And then I have the rest of the day scheduled out. So for example, I will set myself like five to six tasks within my business and I write them down for every single day. And that way I know exactly what I'm gonna be working on and when it needs to be finished, when it's due. And then when I'm done with it, I can mark it off of my list and I can be done with the day when those things are done. So scheduling specifically the actual tasks that need to get done every single day versus feeling like you're spinning changes everything for me. If there's one of you out there who's maybe starting a new business and you don't know where to start and it feels like there's a lot to do at one time, write down a list of everything, break it up in actionable steps every single day. So maybe like today you'll focus on social media content, And that's it. And then tomorrow you'll focus on your website. And then maybe the next day after that, you'll focus on, you know, getting out and engaging with people on social media. But give yourself realistic tasks and be easy on yourself, you guys. We've never done anything like this. We've never been in this position. We're all just trying to do the best we can and ask for help when you can. Ask for advice. Ask for help. Find people that can be your business buddy and reach out to them. And while Caitlin starts her day with several priorities in mind, Sometimes choosing just one thing is what's working best. For Sierra Holzenthal, making hay while the sun shines looks like getting down to business during nap time. Here's what's working for Sierra right now. Hey y'all, I'm Sierra Holzenthal, a marketing and brand strategist who helps overwhelmed business owners strategize new digital marketing plans and brand development in order to scale your dream business. So one thing that's working for me right now is to choose just one key task or project each day. I used to have a top three, but I've slashed that down to just one. Now, more than ever, I find it so important to protect our mental health. If there are too many things on my list, I either feel overwhelmed or defeated when I don't get to everything or I end up multitasking and not really giving any one task the full focus it deserves. 
The only time that I have that I can fully concentrate each day is during my 10-month-old Asher's naps. So that's two hours each day if I'm lucky. So the tasks that need a lot of brain power, like proposals, client marketing strategies, branding projects, and business growth become my key tasks, and those get these nap time slots. For example, on Thursdays, my one thing is my mastermind call. If that's the only work-related thing I get done that day, I'm okay with it. If I get to something else, then that's a bonus and I feel extra productive. Everything else like laundry and dishes or scheduling social media that I don't need 100% brain power for gets done while Asher is up and about or after he goes to bed. I hope you guys try out this tip and make sure to let me know how it goes. And if uncertainty in your business is causing you to feel overwhelmed or you're dealing with a marketing strategy that feels pieced together, I would love to help you build a new effective strategy and to get reinvigorated to start each day confidently knowing what to do when it comes to your marketing plan. If you want to stay in touch, you can find me at sierradesign.com or at Sierra Design on Instagram. I hope to see you over there and don't forget to go easy on yourself. How we're spending our time is taking on a lot of different forms right now. And how we feel our energy, our mental health is more important than ever. I really like how Sarah West and her husband are creating structure while taking things day by day. Here's what's working for them. Hi, my name is Sarah West of South Coast Organizers, and I'm a professional home and office organizer. One thing that's working for me and my family is our quarantine project list. At the beginning of quarantine, my husband and I sat down and wrote a list of projects that we wanted to accomplish around the house. I wrote a separate personal and business project list on two different lists. Each week, we sit down and we go over what we want to work on for the week, and we schedule out our time. I'm currently providing virtual organizing services, so I have to take that into account. My husband is currently furloughed, so he has a lot more time to work on his list. We only try to complete or at least start one project a day so that we don't get overwhelmed. We also make sure that we check in with each other and ourselves daily to see how we're feeling mentally and physically. If one or both of us is not feeling up for the task, we take a free day. I'm talking PJs, Netflix, snacks, not getting off the couch. On the days that we're feeling energized, we refer to our list and pick something. This has helped to cut down on the time it takes figuring out what to do with all that energy and allows us to jump right into something that we know we want to get done. We're giving ourselves lots of grace while still trying to make the most out of this situation. We've been able to accomplish a lot of projects that we've been putting off for years and I've even started to reorganize and rearrange my own areas of my house, my home that have stopped working for us. I love to keep busy and it helps to give us a real sense of accomplishment at the end of the week. I hope this helps. If you want to stay in touch or have any organizing questions, you can find me on Instagram at Sarah L. West underscore SoCo Organizers. Or you can check out my website, www.socoorganizers.com. And whatever you're doing, you're doing great.
And finally, I'm thrilled to close out this episode featuring Courtney Elmer with an incredibly valuable piece of advice for those of us who are especially prone to overwhelm and burnout. Get ready, because Courtney's got some permission for you. And here's what's working for her and her family right now. Hey there, my name is Courtney Elmer and I'm a stress and mindset expert for ambitious women who want to grow their income and impact without working 24 seven or burning out along the way. And the one thing that's working for my business and for our family right now is to give ourselves permission to rest and not work. And I know that that sounds counterintuitive, but if you're a high achiever like me, we have to be really extra careful because when you're doing work you love, it often doesn't feel like work. So when we take the extra time we suddenly have on our hands and start filling it with the work we already do in our business, plus a million little other projects that we've been wanting to get to around the house, we can risk overworking ourselves and burning out. So what we have personally been doing here at our household is calling it quits by 6 p.m. every day, regardless of how much we've gotten done. We use those evening hours to go for walks, to go on bike rides, to cook dinner together, drink a glass of wine on the back porch while our son plays in the yard, or whatever it is we feel like doing that evening. And guess what? We go to bed feeling rested instead of restless. This protects our energy and it helps us to be more patient and present through the long days stuck inside in quarantine. So the key in making this work is to give yourself permission to rest. You have to allow it. Otherwise, you're going to feel guilty for resting instead of feeling grateful that you're giving your mind and body the space it needs to stay sharp and focused. So try it. And if giving yourself permission feels weird or hard at first, just say to yourself, well, Courtney gave me permission to rest, so therefore I can and therefore I will. I promise you, this little trick will make even your rest time become more productive. So I hope this helps you. And if you want to stay in touch, you can tune in to my podcast called The Effortless Life, where I show you how to maximize your income and impact without maxing out your time, energy, or effort. And you can also find me on Instagram. I'm there hanging out all the time. Just type in Courtney Elmer in the search bar, and I'd love to see you there. Be well. So there you have it. A peek behind the curtain at what's working right now for 12 remarkable women with different perspectives from different backgrounds, working in different industries, living in different cities in different states. And while all of these ladies are unique, we're all united in our common struggles, our fears, and the uncertainty of the future. By lifting each other up, being supportive and encouraging, and being willing to share what works. We can be stronger together. I'm so grateful to each and every one of these women for spending some of their valuable time sharing what's working for them. And I know you are too. Well, I'd love to know what's working for you right now. So I invite you to head over to the It's About Time podcast community on Facebook and let me know. You can find a link to the community over in the show notes or by going straight to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash community. As always, 
all of the details from today's episode, including a summary of what's working right now for each remarkable woman who contributed, plus links to websites and social media, can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 25. You'll also be able to grab your free copy of my totally free mini guide to time management in tough times, featuring six steps to using your time well, plus my favorite tool for keeping priorities in check, as well as a six-minute self-care routine for even the most time-stretched work-from-home warrior. Before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 26. Episode 26 features an interview with professional speaker and entrepreneur, Lauren Felter. Called by her last name since middle school, Felter and I talked a few months ago when the world looked a little bit different. At the time, she had just sold her house and was gearing up for a year of travel. Episode 26 showcases how she planned for her year on the road, what it's like being a professional speaker, And she gives an update on how life has changed since coronavirus swept the nation and canceled all of her plans. It's real, it's authentic, and you don't want to miss it. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.